Hey guys, Dylan here, producer of the Ecommerce Alley podcast. Now, before we get into this episode, I wanted to let you know about a special offer that we are giving all of our podcast listeners. If you scroll down below this episode in the show notes, you'll find a link to a special podcast listener deal on our scientific e-commerce Facebook ads testing course. Now, normally this is $27, but we're going to give you a special link to grab it for only 10 And included with that is a 30-minute ads expert call where we help answer your questions and implement the content. Thank you very much for being a valued listener to our podcast. And now, on to this episode. As we charge into the new year, I want to share a three-step process that we follow to remove marketing as the bottleneck in our business and the hundreds of brands that we get to work with. And I wanna show you how you can use this simple process to do the same thing inside your business. It's crazy. 2024, we're here already and it's January 1st. Like, wow, that whole year went insanely fast. And now it's exciting because now is that time where we've gotten, we've made it through the holiday season. Um, if you really executed a lot of marketing campaigns in November, December, hopefully right now, you're sitting in a heavier cash position that you can then leverage that cash to, to launch you into the new year in Q1 when a lot of advertising costs and a lot of those things are a lot cheaper. And so what I wanna do is I'm gonna walk through a three-step process. We've been following this process for years. And when I have coaching sessions four times a week and I I look in 20 to 25 ad accounts every single week for e-commerce brands. And when we, we, by doing this over and over again, we've just learned that the process that we follow that I'm gonna share is usually the same for everybody. And then we just get stuck at a different part of it. And the process is never finished. So maybe it's not like a step one, two, three, it's like a step one, two, three, one, two, three. It's just a circle, it keeps going. And we follow this framework and it shows us what we need to tweak next inside our business. Because the goal of it is basically to say, hey, how do I create a flow of as many customers as possible so that um, fulfillment becomes the bottleneck? Because that's a lot more fun. <laughs> when, you, when, you, when marketing is no longer the bottleneck in your business and you can get as many customers as you want, and, but you're throttled by your ability to produce, manufacturer, uh, manufacture, and fulfill on those orders, then it's, you, you then get to move down to those problems, which let's be honest, those are more fun problems to solve than uh, the marketing component. So I'm gonna walk you through this three-step process and what we do in, in what order. So. High level, here's what it is. We create volume, we maximize profit, and then we add more volume. Now when I say create volume, there are two things we're gonna do. The first thing is we're gonna create volume of traffic. And I I always think in terms of ads, by the way, Um, because ads are the fastest way to create traffic or volume of any kind. And so when we create volume, there are two ways we do it. We do it with volume of traffic and volume of orders. So step one, we need to create volume. And so we start with the volume of traffic. If you have, for example, high cost per click, poor ad numbers, you look at your ad dashboard if we're using ads, and you have really bad numbers and you're driving $10 clicks, well, you're not gonna get a volume of orders at any degree of close to a profitable rate, very likely if you have $10 cost per click. So the first layer of having to fix our process here is creating volume 
of traffic. So I do cover how to do this, by the way. I'm not gonna dive deep into this, but I cover how to use what we call the four dials of advertising in episode 102. Go check it out. I'll walk you through the the the, the uh, product offer dial, the ad dial, the audience, and the structure dial. Go listen or watch that episode. That's gonna kind of walk you through how you can get the volume of traffic. Once you have a volume of traffic, right? We're creating volume, two levels. First, we need to get the traffic. Once we get the traffic, we then need to get volume of orders. And this is ultimately the goal of step one. So when I say create volume, it's really coming down to, we need volume of orders before we we move to step two, which is maximize profit. And so usually this happens by picking the right product as an entry point for new customers and overlaying the right offer of that product. So if, if you're getting great ad level numbers, you're getting traffic, good cost per clicks, et cetera, but you have poor conversion, then this is the next thing that we fix. So if you can't get, if you get good traffic, but you're, you're, you're struggling here, do not go try to scale. If you're unprofitable, do not try to increase ad spend, hoping that it will optimize into profitability. Do not pass go, do not collect $200. So we have story after story of clients. They come in, and by the way, we teach Facebook ads, if you didn't know. We teach a lot of Facebook ads and how to master new customer acquisition with Facebook advertising. And so um, we have a lot of clients, story after story of clients that come in, and they're launching their ads, they're running their ads, and they're getting the volume of traffic. They're getting good cost per clicks, CPMs, click-through rates, all of that stuff. But they're losing it on the page. They might even be getting ad to carts, but then it's not translating into actual purchases. And so they can get people to the page, right? They, they check the box of creating volume from a traffic standpoint, but they cannot check the box of creating volume from an order standpoint. And they can't get people to buy. So the first thing we do is we actually test different offers for the product entry point that they're driving that traffic to. That's usually one of the first things that we need to do. And so we, we need volume of orders. And, and we actually had a cool example of this. We have a tincture and supplement company that we work with. And they were getting customers on Facebook for like 105 to $115 per customer, just driving traffic to their primary full-sized tincture that they sold, and the price point was like $42. And so they were a little ups they were upside down on purchase number one. A lot of times in the supplement space, if we get to a break-even, we're doing really well because there's a high lifetime value usually associated with it. Well, we decided to say, hey, instead of driving to the main one, let's just change the offer a little bit and let's test going to a vial versus a, a big commitment of the full uh, the full bottle. Let's do a vial that will give them like two uses of it and it's a lot less, so price point shift there as well. And uh, so people can sample the product for a low commitment. Well, by doing that and moving to a smaller version of the product, the cost per customer dropped to $11.55 sense, or at least as of the time of this recording, <laughs> the podcast, which by the way is in Q4 when it's all a lot more expensive to advertise. So um, I cover how to do this in episode 99. If you want to know how do I position offers, go to episode 99 and listen to that. I'll show you how to structure them, the five types we should do best, etc. But by that simple shift, they were able to get almost 10 times more customers, right? So if we go from $115 a customer to $1155, it's literally... 10 times more customers for the same cost. So what's the benefit of this? Well, when we have more volume, volume of orders, and we have that, the cool thing is volume exposes weakness. So volume will expose weakness in your product entry point 
It'll expose weakness in your offer. It'll expose weakness in your pricing. It'll expose weakness in your upsells, your post-purchase experience, like what, what happens after they actually buy. It'll expose weakness in your ability to get them to purchase again or get them to leave a review, or it will expose weakness in your fulfillment and in your inventory forecasting. And so by doing this, if you can, ex volume exposes weakness, and now what our job is, is to go and fix those different components. And then that way, we find the weakness, we find the weak link, right? So we find where is the hole in the ship, and then we need to plug that hole, and we need to work to continue optimizing everything. Um, everyone likes the idea of like hyper growth. But the problem with hyper growth that is usually unseen until you're in the moment is that because volume exposes weakness, it can be scary. We had a client that we started working with, they were doing about $150,000 a month. It was like 153, I think. $153,000 a month came to us. We had them at almost 300,000 in 60 days. So doubled revenue, revenue in a slow season too, in 60 days. And then we took them from that to almost 600,000 uh, in a single month when we got into Q4. And in fact, it was so overwhelming, the growth that volume exposes weakness. It exposed weakness in their fulfillment process. I got an email from the owner and he said, hey, stop everything. Stop the emails, stop the ads. We cannot handle the amount of orders coming in, which for a marketer is like a pride thing. That, that, that's awesome. I broke fulfillment, <laughs> but it's scary. It exposed the weakness in fulfillment. So the second year around, we came back to that same season. They were prepared. And so volume, remember this, volume exposes weakness. So step number one, create volume. If your volume of traffic is low and your ad results suck, go fix that. If your volume of orders is low, then you need to go test different product entry points and new offers and get that actually producing the volume that will actually warrant the next step. So once we have volume of orders, we move to the second step in the process. And this is now maximize profit. Because once we have a volume of orders coming in, we can then begin pulling these levers and pressing these different buttons to say, how can we get things profitable on the front end? How do we, it depends on what industry you're into, right? To be fair here. Uh, some of you will be great. If you're in a subscription world, if you get to a break even on month one, that's in the first 30 days, that's amazing because you have this great LTV. Same with a lot of supplements. Um, so it depends on what your business model is, but if we can get profitable on the front end, well, then we, we, we create a license to print money. And so when we get this volume of orders coming in, we're then gonna pull different levers, push different buttons. And this is gonna be things like the offer. So uh, we had a client that was, uh, they, they positioned their offer for, a, for their pro a product collection they were doing. And they, they said two, they want, you get, you could mix and match, pick two for $49. Well, it started creating volume. So now we can actually go and say, well, what if we, what if we tweak this, pull this little lever of the offer and say, what if it's two for 59? Can we still get the same cost per clicks? Can we still get the same conversion rate? Because if so, we now just added 20% on, instead of basically $50, we moved it to 60. We've added 20% to our profit margin on the front end like that. And so that's one of the things that we can, levers we can pull to then maximize profit. We can work with the pricing. We've had clients that have done free plus shipping just to get volume of orders on the front end. And then they, they would have an upsell process and get people to buy a second time. 
And what was interesting was they moved, and I talked about this in that ep episode uh, 99 on how to craft offers and pieces together and the results of that. And I tell a story of a client that was uh, getting cost per acquisition for like $60 for someone to get free plus shipping. And then they moved it and they said, hey, it's $5 plus shipping. <laughs> and by actually charging people, there was this different perceived value around it and their cost per acquisition cut by like 60%. And so by simply shifting your pricing, you can make substantial strides in your volume in the cost per acquisition. Uh, we could also tweak the, the upsells, the pre-purchase, the post-purchase, the bundling to try to move us to that profit zone in day one. We could improve, the weakness gets exposed and we work to maximize profit by improving the post-purchase experience. What emails do they get in the first week? two weeks, the first month, how are we talking to them to indoctrinate them to our brand that will get them to place that second order? Which leads me to, hey, how do we improve the second order, right? How do we get there as fast as possible? Because if we can make this happen in less than 30 days, it will maximize our profit on that single customer in less than 30 days, and then we can become the bank. Because most people can find some degree of funding source like a credit card, for example, or a line of credit that revolves every 30 days. So if we can get them even break even or a slight loss on day one, but in 14 days, our post-purchase experience is so great that we move them to a second purchase 14 days later without having to spend money on ads, it throws us into a green zone while we just, uh, we just were able to become the bank. And so... We have story after story of this kind of stuff happening. And we have to create, to recap, we have to create volume. Once we have that volume, we can then maximize profit by tweaking these little elements of what we're experiencing. That supplement client, they created, once they uh, went to the vials, they created a 14-day post-purchase email series, began doing upsells to get to a break even on day one, and then worked on their review process to get a lot more reviews because more reviews typically increases conversion. And so rather than going wide with a lot of different products, we wanna say, how do we get this volume and then let's master this single funnel. If we can master this entry point, master the post-purchase, the, up, the upsells, the pre-purchase upsells and downsells, all of those elements, master the pricing, master the offer positioning, it's gonna unlock the final step, which is the fun step. We've done the work where we create volume we then work to maximize profit to get us to a break-even and positive on day one. And then, then and only then do we then get this license to print money. And this is where we move into step three, which is add more volume. So create volume of orders. We maximize profit on those orders because those little tweaks make a bigger difference when you have a volume of people coming in. And then we will add more volume to what we're already doing. And when we say add more volume, I'm talking about typically adding more ad spend, investing more resource, time, and money into that thing that is working. So in order to do this, we have to be at a break-even or a positive return on investment for whatever that funnel is that we're driving traffic to and then we're doing. Now, this sounds pretty easy, right? Just saying, hey, oh, ad volume, great. Let's just ramp up the ad spend. Well, there are mechanics to scaling ads, yes, but the largest barrier what we've seen is really your mind. Because when you're trekking the unknown, this territory you've not climbed into, we're often so used to our ads sucking. We're so used to our marketing not working how we want it to work that when it starts working, it almost feels wrong. It's almost like, wait a second, 
I have never gotten this to actually work, but after putting in all this time and effort, you finally maximize orders, you got it profitable, and now it feels wrong that you're actually doing well. And so a lot of times there's this mental barrier, but this is what some people would call the fat pitch. The fat pitch is when you're in baseball and you throw the ball and it goes right down perfectly in line with the plate in a nice slow speed that comes so perfectly that the batter sees it almost in slow motion and is able to just crack it out of the park. It makes it look like the ball becomes bigger because it was such a fat pitch. And so when that happens, your job and what you need to do is you need to lean in and you need to swing hard. We had a client that uh, they were working with he got his ads working, never had this happen before. Hired agencies, spent tens of thousands of dollars working with agencies, and um, and he had only ever spent like $100, $200 a day. Well, he was up to $500 a day. He had done that. He had gotten the, the volume, he had created volume, he had maximized profit, he was profitable in all of the campaigns he was running. And I told him, double your budget to $1,000 a day. And he never done that, let alone 500. And so he was a little nervous, but he's like, hey, I'm just gonna go ahead and do this. And the hard part was his mind. Like, he's like, I've never spent $1,000 a day on my ads, um, let alone had a $1,000 sales day, so I'm gonna go ahead and lean into this. Well, he leaned into it and had his first $100,000 months in his month. And in some of that, he actually had $8,000 and $5,000 and $6,000 single days by leaning in. But it's scary when you haven't done that before. So it sounds like it's easy, but in reality, a lot of times your mind starts to get involved. There's this doubt that kind of creeps in. And when you're trekking the unknown world of, hey, I've never spent this much. I've never made this much. Sometimes you feel almost guilty from it. Don't let that happen. This is your moment. You got to lean in and you have to swing hard. So just to recap here, as we're going in 2024, focus on this. Write this down. I need to create volume, I need to maximize profit, and then I need to add more volume. If you do this process, if you, if you can identify where you are getting stuck and do not pass go, do not collect $200, do not move to the next level until you have mastered each one of these elements. If you do that in order, it's gonna give you all the growth you want. Marketing will no longer be your bottleneck. In 2024, you will be able to print customers until you can no longer sustain the inventory, then you can no longer sustain that level and it forces you, it exposes that weakness. It forces you to become a better entrepreneur and to figure out some of those other components so that you can go to the next level. Well, I'm excited for this year. I'm grateful that you're listening to this podcast. We're gonna bring the heat this year with a lot of new stuff. So definitely, if you have not yet subscribed to this podcast, subscribe to it on YouTube. Subscribe, uh, go ahead and follow us on whatever podcasting app you might be listening to. Uh, please give us a thumbs up. And if you wanna, if you want us to talk about a certain thing or interview a certain person, go ahead and follow me on any platform at Josh Coffee. Instagram is where I'm most active. So at Josh Coffee, C-O-F-F-Y. But this podcast has been produced by Dylan Counts, our legendary producer who has been doing this for over two years now. We're now into year three, the next 100 episodes. We're super excited about this. If you haven't joined the Commerce Alley Facebook group, you can also go do that. There's a little over 5,000 of us hanging out there. You can go to alleypodcast.com slash group or just click the link in this description. We'll see you in the next episode. Hey guys, it's Josh. Thanks for listening to the audio version of the e-commerce alley. 
Did you know that we actually have an amazing set in high quality video production that gets posted on YouTube every single week? If you've never watched the e-commerce alley on YouTube, you have to. Go to alleypodcast.com slash YouTube to check it out. Once again, thank you for listening to this podcast and we hope you enjoy this episode.